Welcome to the Open Doors Initiative podcast. My name is Jan McDonough. We work with companies, NGOs and government to create employability for marginalised groups. These include people with disabilities, migrants and disadvantaged youth. You can visit us at opendoorsinitiative.ie. This series looks at mental health and employment and is produced in conjunction with the Community Foundation and Bank of Ireland. In this episode, I spoke with Dan White and Neve Lawless about their work as IPS employment specialists. We discussed how the scheme works, the benefits to employers and the impact it can have on opening pathways to work for people with mental health difficulties in Ireland. My name is Dan White. I'm an IPS employment specialist covering South Dublin. My name is Neve Lawless. I'm an employment specialist with the Bray and Greystones mental health team. Dan, if I go to you first, and if you can tell me what exactly is IPS? Hi, Jan. How are you? Um, thanks for having us on the, uh, this podcast. It's, it's, it's great to be here. Um, so IPS, it stands for Individual Placement and Support. Uh, myself and Neve were IPS employment specialists, and we support people who have had some experience with mental health difficulties, and we support them back into employment. It's a very successful evidence-based approach, which has been around for decades and was introduced to Ireland about two years ago, following a really successful pilot scheme. Myself, I cover South Dublin, and Neve covers North Wicklow, uh, but employment specialists are nationwide. There's currently 39 employment specialists all around Ireland. And can you tell us a bit about the work that you do as an employment specialist? What does it entail? So as employment specialists, we work as part of the community mental health team. So if a client expresses a desire to work, they are referred to us. It's a very structured process where we work with them over a period of time. We start by doing a comprehensive career profile and then provide individual support. Different people need different supports, but we can help with creating or updating a CV, applying for jobs and interview preparation, mock interviews, etc. If a client gives their consent, we can approach employers on their behalf. So our job is to match our client to a suitable job and a suitable organization based on our clients, their preferences, their skills, their education and work experience. And then once a client is placed into a job, we provide ongoing support. Uh, And that's a really important feature of IPS. Yeah, that really is a vital feature and must be really good for both the employer and the participant who takes part. And Neve, if I can turn to you, can you tell me a little about how how IPS actually engages with employers to bring all this about? Yeah, um, so the employment specialists, at the beginning, they approach employers either by phone, email or face to face to explain what we do and what benefits IPS can bring to the employer. Depending on if the, if the client wants to disclose or not, the employment specialist can make direct contact with the employer on their behalf to ask if the employer would consider seeing their CV with, I suppose, the hope of meeting with them for an interview. Alternatively, if the client has decided not to disclose, then it would be up to them to apply directly. 
but the employment specialist would always guide and help them with their applications. The hope of an employment specialist is to form good relationships with local employers to help and support them with future hiring needs. And hopefully that would be on a regular basis. Great. It sounds like a very engaging scheme. Maybe back to Dan, what are the benefits of IPS to an employer? Why, why would they get involved? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, there, there are many benefits to employers. So just to go through some of them, IPS, it's fully funded by the HSE. So unlike with recruitment agencies, there's absolutely no cost to the employer whatsoever. So that's a big benefit in itself. As I mentioned before, so what's different with IPS uh, as compared to traditional approaches is that we provide ongoing support. Uh, so that once somebody is placed into an employment, we continue to work with them, we continue to support them. So what this does, this increases job retention. Um, and it's, it's a really important key feature of IPS, uh, which wouldn't exist in you know, different models. Another benefit of IPS to employers, in some cases, grants are available through a wage subsidy scheme. So for example, if somebody is employed uh, for 21 hours a week or more, grants can be available by the government. It's a community-based initiative, so it's about placing local people into local businesses. Um, that's, that's really important. Uh, we provide a source of recruitment that maybe employers hadn't previously thought of or consider. So employers can tap individuals, individuals who are highly motivated to work and they're available to work immediately. You know, they don't have to give notice. It's not that they're available to, to you know, to start working in one month or two months time. They're able to start working right now. Another benefit is employers are boosting their corporate social responsibility. It's promoting mental health amongst the entire workforce and shows that the employer is serious about employee well-being. Finally, you know, some of our clients want to work on a full-time basis and some of them want to work on a part-time basis. And th this can be really of interest to employers. So an employer mightn't be looking to recruit somebody on a full-time basis, but they might be willing to give, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 hours to somebody to fill in, you know, one or two shifts in a week. And that might suit the employer and our client perfectly. Great. So there's a lot of benefits, but I'm one thing that would arise is what issues need, maybe you can address this, what issues do employers have and how can they be overcome in terms of engaging with the IPS service? Yeah, okay, yeah. Another really valuable uh, question, Jan. When it comes to the subject of mental health, um, you know, there can always be some associated stigmas. So it's up to us as employment specialists to help the employer to get a better understanding and maybe answer any concerns they may have around the topic. And we do that as best as we can, as open and as honest as we can. Often employers feel that they may have to make lots of changes to accommodate uh, the client's needs when really all they need is to simply be understood, to have awareness from their employers that if they choose to disclose their mental health difficulties. Um, companies are also now realising how important diversity is in the workplace and how it can promote a culture of inclusivity and support individuals with mental health difficulties. Employers have become 
I suppose nowadays more increasingly aware of their responsibilities in this area, especially now. And so many are putting supports in place for individuals and encouraging discussions to break down that stigma. And this can range from having an employee assistance program or holding specific well-being events targeting the mental health. And just I'll stay with you, Neve. Can you tell me something about the people you support? Sure. Yeah. So we work with individuals who have mainly expressed an interest and are really motivated to get back into competitive employment. Um, They're in mental health recovery and they want to return to either part-time or full-time work. So IPS is now in our new national mental health policy, which is called Sharing the Vision and Mental Health Policy for Everyone. It has been proven that working helps mental health recovery. And often the client just wants to get back into mainstream work, have a more structured routine and really a good quality of life again. The employment specialist will spend weeks, even months supporting these people, guiding them on the lead up to job application, to prepare them for interviews. And this is done over months where we prepare them with their CV, we prepare them for interviews, we do vocational profiling with them, and then we work supporting them also while they are in work for as long as they want by weekly meetings face-to-face or phone calls until the client is, you know, self-sufficient and feels independent and doesn't need support anymore. Great. Completely client-led. Yeah, and it's really um, important in any walk of life that it's person-centred. Exactly. um, And you're guided by the person. Yeah, and again, not not only do we form relationships with employers, but we we do form really good relationships with our clients so we get to know exactly what they're looking for and what suits their needs. So what, what does success look like then? There are big successes and there, there are small successes uh, which are equally important. Ultimately, what we want to do as employment specialists is to match our client to a suitable job where they're going to be happy and the employer is going to be happy. Um, that's the ultimate success. If an employee is happy, then they're going to do a good job or a great job and they will stay within that organisation for a long period of time. That's really, really what we want to do. But I mean, there's loads of other things uh, which are, you know, positive as well within the job that we do. Um, Getting them into a job where they're happy, it's the ultimate success. But small successes, they're important too. We work with them in a very structured way. So creating, updating their CV, getting selected for an interview, doing an interview, uh, even where a job isn't offered at the end. These are all positive things. They're all great experiences for our clients and they all go to kind of build up their their self-esteem and their confidence. For us as employment specialists, from our end, success is also building relationships or successful relationships with employers. As employment specialists, we reach out to employers. Sometimes we have a specific client in mind who we feel will be suitable for a role. Sometimes we just want to make contact and build a relationship with an employer. It's been a really difficult year for everybody and a lot of businesses have had to close down for for long periods of time uh, and let go of or reduce staff so if an employment specialist makes contact with you please just listen to what they have to say Uh, keep an open mind as an employer you mightn't be able to support ips now but you might be able to support it at some stage in the future 
And just on that, can you give us examples or point signposts in the way employers can get in touch with the service? Yeah, absolutely. So like I was saying to you, Jan, uh, IPS, it's nationwide. So there's 39 of us all around Ireland uh, and we're employed by different organisations. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a central email address and that that person can forward it on to the relevant employment specialist in that area or region. So the lady's name, the email address, it's debbie.murphy5 at HSE. Dot IE. So it's D-E-B-B-I-E dot Murphy, M-U-R-P-H-Y five, the number five at H-S-E dot I-E. Thank you for that. Thanks, Neve. Thanks, Dan. That was really valuable information. And um, we'd really encourage any employers we work with to reach out to the service, get fully informed and see how it might benefit them might benefit their current employees, their future employees, and it's a really good resource. So uh, we really congratulate you on your work and we look forward to more engagement. To find out more about the work of the Open Doors Initiative, go to our website, opendoorsinitiative.ie or check us out on Twitter at Open Doors to Work and on LinkedIn. We look forward to hearing from you.